Chichi. Hey, hey, we're here. We're live now. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. And I got it all. I got everything all messed up today, man. So anyway, we're joined today by our special guest, the one and only Christopher Leja. What's up, Leja? What's good, man? What's good? How you been, bro? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy Jeez. New Year. And hopefully uh, everything's been good with you and the family. Hey, man, we're blessed, man. We're blessed. We're healthy. We got work. You know what I'm saying? Nothing else. Nothing else matters, man. Just family, faith, and health, dude. That's it. Yeah, pussy. Manis couldn't join me last minute, man. His his dogs got out of the yard. Se on. He's trying to look for them. And now he's actually said that his dogs are like 10 miles away from his home. He's got them like chipped or whatever where he can track them. So he's meeting with the SAPD to see what they could do about retrieving his his animals, man, his dogs. Because, you know, dogs are like members of the family, man. So that's tough, dude. It, it, it's, it's rough, man, because you want to you want to clown on him, you know. He calls them uh, members of the family, but leaves them out during a monsoon and shit. No, no, I'm the real man. I hope he finds his dogs, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got out. Yeah, they got out. So he says maybe somebody stole them. Hopefully, whatever the situation is, he can go ahead and get his, his dogs back. But sure. we got Chris Gonzalez joining us. He goes, when is the, ra the race, Leha? That's what me and Chris were just talking about right now, man. <laughs> I've been trying to tell my boy Jimenez, man, the body doesn't work like it used to, dude. He's going to pull up lame. That's why I got it. I'm so confident that I got a case of beer on my boy Leha here to beat Jimenez, you know, in a, in a race. Hey, hey we, we could do a race for charity. Anytime, anywhere he wants. And if he wants so he can have an advantage, uh, I'll go pour concrete in the morning first with the crew. <laughs> no, afterwards, you know, I'll go race him. That way he has a little bit more of a of an advantage in his favor. Oh, so, hey, after the after the race, we got we gotta do the charity boxing match, bro. Oh I mean, no, but I do. Twitter 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 is asking for it, bro. And the people on the X, <laughs> they want it. They want to see no, it. No, man. He managed to <laughs> want none of that smoke, bro. Trust me, dude. He ain't no fighter, bro. Hey, he he says he's one to know in Fiesta no, fight. No, we'll put man. his one to know record against my sixty-seven and and fifteen record, man. He ain't about that it's... life. He ain't about that life, bro. <laughs> Trust me, man. He ain't about that life. He don't know about the streets, brother. He don't. <laughs> he don't want it, man. He don't want none of that smoke, dude. Lo vas a quemar a la chingada. <laughs> one, it'll probably last thirty seconds, dude. You'll be he'd be done. Hey, you know? hey, somebody asked me if if we were to do it, you know, how how long would the fight last? And I said, well, we could put a poll out for the people on X. Do you want me to finish him within one round? Half or a round. take it the distance and, and knock him out the very last round? You no, know? you that should let him go, thing. though. You should let him go the full distance, dude. That way he'll just tap out himself. He's going to throw in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> don't, uh, don't do that, dude. Don't put him out of his misery. Don't put him out of his misery. Make him work for it, dude. He's going to be so tired. I no puedo. I can't, yeah, breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And you're going to be in the corner there with your ring in the corner. And they're going to be giving you pinche modelo. It's hey, modelo I'm gonna, time. I'm going to need a, a, a jefe man to, to be the uh, the ring announcer too, bro. He oh, needs to be like my God. Bumper, dude. Hey, so we got Tim Gonzalez joining us too. He says, what up, Joe? Matt Lerma joining us saying, what's good, Joe? What's good, guys? And uh, Tim Gonzalez says, the voice of the voice is Chris Leha. <laughs> I try, man. I try. Like the video. What's happening, Joe? What's up, man? Hand over fist. Yeah, man. I'm just going solo here with my boy Leha, man, because Jimenez, you know, he's got some issues with his his pets today, his dogs. 
But, man, how about the San Antonio Spurs last night, man? Let's go ahead and talk some puro pinche Spurs a la verga, like you say, Chris. Right? Puro pinche Spurs a la verga, bro. Hey, last night was one of those losses out of all the <laughs> other ones we got. Hey, man, it was good to see the team, man, fucking flowing. They played They played worth the damn, right? They, hey, they kept it. They kept it close all game long. Then they took the lead. You know what I'm saying? And when that four-minute mark hit in the fourth quarter, I was like, man, Wemby has to play the rest of the game. There's no way you sit him, you know, because of that minute restriction. Fuck all that. Let let let, let him go and, and let him do what he does, man. And holy fuck. That dude put on a highlight show last night, man. He did. That, How about that block that, he had on, on Giannis? That block on Giannis, man. With with the hand in his face, bro. Yeah. He got up there and he, he stuffed him at the rim. I mean that 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 game as a whole, man. Vassell showed up again. He was he was back in action, man. He was the Vassell everybody loves to see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, Wemby put on a highlight reel, man. He put on a show, and so did Devin Vassell. You know, Devin Vassell oh, yeah. fans been talking shit about him. You know, for the last couple of games, ah, oh, they paid him all this money. He didn't show up, and I've been saying, man, to me, he's just like one of the best, well-rounded players that the Spurs have. I'm like, you know what? Everybody else can go, but just keep Vassell and Wemby going. You know that 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 duo right there. And yeah. you know what, man? They went ahead and they put it they put it on the, their shoulders, and they kept the Spurs in this game. You know, they they sure. actually played at a high level. I mean, Devin Devin Vassell. I mean, what did he finish the night with? Like 32 or 34 points? You know? I'm trying to pull up the. And then when Biyama, he had 27 points. He had five blocks in the game, dude. Five blocks. Five blocks, nine boards, one assist, one steal. I mean, he, he, that's what he does, man. He fills the stat, the stat sheet. Oh, yeah, I, no I, doubt. That's what he does. You know what I'm saying? And let's see. Trey Jones had a, had a good game, too, man. 18 points, five boards, six assists. And, you know, everybody, of course, is always shitting on, on the usuals. You know, Sohan. You know, he didn't have a he didn't have a a good game, a great game. He didn't he didn't have a great game, but I mean, when you put up nine boards, eight you get eight boards, nine points. I mean, it's it, obviously you want to see more from him, but I feel like he's still trying to recover from that fucking bullshit experiment of playing point guard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, five dimes, it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Champagne was the one that you know they didn't fucking do anything. Champagne. Yeah, he had dope. He had zero points, zero boards, two assists. But I mean, other than that, he didn't do he didn't do much. Keldon double double fourteen ten. Can't complain with that. Yeah. I mean, overall, man, you look at the you look at the stats, you look at the points put up. You know, uh, El Chetty Osman thirteen points. Hey man, five. he was balling too, dude. He was playing at a high level. He was getting you know call getting charges called against the opposing team. You know the Bucks. Uh, he was playing. He was all over the court, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I like that. I like Chetty's energy, man. He he is always, like, fucking up and down. You know what I'm saying? And uh, He's a high-energy player. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, man, because people people want to keep shitting on, on certain players and, and saying, let's get rid of them. Like me, I, I'm always going to shit on, on Booty Crumbs Collins. Luckily for him, <laughs> he has, he's, been, he's been out with his, with his ankle. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they played a lot better without him in the lineup, bro. That should tell you something. I'm just I I didn't want to say none because you know they I I they call they call different people different you know uh, the the Sohan haters I'm the Collins hater bro but I mean look at how different everything's been playing out without yeah, him on man. the lineup they'll get all the energy that they had last night without him in the lineup I'm just saying exactly. dude you know 
you know, I mean, you you want to say you know he could be some he could be good somewhere else maybe as a backup, but but here for his first man, I, I just don't see it working out for him. And everybody always says, well, I had one guy coming at me saying, well, how do you you know who are the first going to trade? And people aren't going to want to just take picks. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I mean, but the amount of picks that we have, why not yeah. try to you know get rid of a shit ton of those? Yeah, the Spurs Spurs have a plethora of picks that are going to be coming up here in the next couple of years. But, you know, for the foreseeable future right now, this team was to play with the same energy and the same intensity that they came out and played with, you know, with the Bucks. Yes. On a national on national TV, you know, on TNT, yep. you know, that would have put them in better positions to win games, you know. Exactly. And the thing is is that they need to play the four quarters you know the full 48 yeah. minutes they can't just be sure. taking breaks here and there oh let's go ahead and let this team go on a run look man you're playing against the bucks they have the greek freak i mean he's gonna do his thing you can't stop him you know and There's, then you have yeah. you have dame dollar who's still got some some life left in him you know he's yeah he's not looking to you know go ahead and retire anytime soon and he's still got some game in him you know and you got that good duo there with the the supporting cast that the bucks have and you can see that at the end of the day, what it boiled down to and why the Spurs lost this game, it just came down to execution, especially in yeah. that fourth quarter. And, you know, I remember hearing some of the announcers, you know, as they were watching the game, they're like, oh, look at the Spurs and their inexperience. And it was showing because there was sometimes, you know, in that fourth quarter and in, in the last minute or so that the Spurs came down the court and immediately took bad shots. And that's one thing that they got to do better on. You just can't be able to just chunk the ball up you got to go and pass the ball, look for the best, you know, possible avenue to go ahead and score, especially against a good Bucks team. And, you know, Wemby knows that he's going to get double team, triple team. They're going to not want him to beat right. them. And he's looking for his teammates. But the thing is, Wemby's really smart, really high basketball IQ, great on him looking for his teammates. His teammates got to execute. And that's the problem with this Spurs uh, team right now is that they're not able to execute consistently while they were playing bucks really well you know for the first for the four uh quarters there high energy great defense you know not letting them get too far ahead of them right the spurs were always in that mix you know even took the lead at times you know but the spurs again they're inexperienced and poor shot selection down the stretch and and not able to execute in those big moments you know when you have like a trey jones open up on the wing there for a wide open three and it just doesn't go down that's just the nature of the beast that just goes to show you right now that this team is still lacking some pieces. But overall, I'm not I'm not mad at yeah. the overall effort. You know, it just wasn't meant to be because you were playing a better Bucks team. I mean, you're playing the, the second best team in the league. You know what I'm saying? And you, you saw the difference between that first game we played them where where uh Wimby didn't play, I think, the the first game against uh the Bucks. <laughs> Tavarius says something good here, man. Barlow over Collins. Barlow goes for the rebounds and tries to defend. No <laughs> lies detected, bro. Hey, Collins is a fucking traffic cone at times, man, when it comes to defense. Yep. I mean, he just, that's that's just him. And, I mean, hey, dude, you're, you're not getting paid fucking cheap either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, yeah. I, the way I see it, man, is we need another big, you know, in the mix. But Wimby playing at center is not terrible either. It's not, dude. Hey, shout out here <laughs> to the Drew Show, man. He's giving us a super chat, dude. $5 from the Drew Show, man. Appreciate you, man. 
He says, has Trey Jones earned his starting job back? Too bad Pop's uh, routine uh, at the press conference prevented local reporters from asking the question. I believe that, you know, Trey Jones has proved that the Spurs right. play a lot better when he's in the starting lineup. It's like Coach Pop quit being stubborn and yeah. make the right call. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Why he even went it and experimented with Sohan at the point guard position. It, it just doesn't make any damn sense, dude. At the end of the day, do the right thing, dude. Put Trey back in the starting lineup. Give the team a chance to win. You saw what happened yesterday. That can continue, but Coach Pop is gonna pop, dude. I I, I hope not, man. I hope that what he, that he's you know he saw the way the game was flowing with with Trey starting at the point, and you know gets his, his head out of his ass as a lot of people on 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 X are saying. And uh, man, man, the right thing to do is start Trey Jones at the point and let him do what he does. I mean, shit, man, good things happen. When you have a a, a, a a actual point guard, you know, playing and starting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I think, who was it? I think uh, El Jefe, man, he posted uh, something last night about Vassell's basically, you know, in a way saying, hey, this is what happens when you have a point guard. <laughs> yeah. You know, game. I'm trying to see if I can find a... And that's the thing, man. That's one thing that I've said since the beginning of the season, even going back to last season. The Spurs, they need a true point guard. You know, and Trey Jones is a true point guard, but they need another piece. They need another yeah. piece that's going to be able to go ahead and be that prolific scorer. I mean, Devin Vassell, if he can go ahead and just play like this consistently, it's going to give the team a, a better chance to win. But the problem is it's hard for Devin to play that way because, again, Coach Pop keeps on messing up messing with these lineups you know let's go ahead and start this person let's start this person you need to go ahead and just go with the starting five stick with it and yeah. see what they're going to give you but go with the best starting five that's going to give you the best chance chances to win a game you know and that we have yet to see that consistency you know but matt lerma was giving me shit right now too saying execute i'm like matt dude i love bo my boy matt right but at times he just comes off crazy, dude. Like, he says, can we go ahead and execute? And he's like, execute? Like, you know, well, the, he's always making excuses for the team. You know, it's like, look, bro. I mean, I love you at times, man, but come on now. You know, you know that the team has had opportunities to execute down the stretch and they have not done so. Even yep. it doesn't matter what lineup they put in there. It's being able to knock down your open jumpers, open knock down list, open bro. threes. When you have opportunities to either win the game, take the lead, help your team. And, and we just have not seen that this team can do that consistently. Last night, what did I see after the Spurs game? Dude, I saw the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors go at it. The Golden State Warriors had an 18-point lead against the Denver Nuggets. Guess who made the game-winning shot as time expired? Nikola Jokic, dude, the Joker. The Joker. Dude, he made like a 39-foot three, dude. Money. Yeah, yeah. Money. See See the other thing is, man, that 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 shot that Trey had, it wasn't a forced shot. It wasn't a terrible look. You know, as they say sometimes, sometimes fucking dudes get that bounce, man. Yeah. And it fucking ball goes in. Cause you look at some people take a shot sometimes and you're like, oh, that's not going in. And all of a sudden it takes that fucking shooter's bounce, as they call it, and it goes in. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Last night when I saw Trey miss that one, I was like, God damn it, that sucks, because it was it was a good look. And 
Hey, but on the real though, the way Wimby approached him afterwards, yeah. And I mean, I like I, I tweeted last night. I was like, it looked like it looked like he went up to him and was like, "Hey, no se viste cabrón." Like it's all good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, there's there you could you could still see, man. We we're, we're lacking experience, man. We we need a we need a okay. veteran. Experience. Now, this is this is what I thought it was Matt that was saying. It was a Drew show. He goes execute. How about letting this lineup? run for more than one game yeah well that's the thing the lineup doesn't need to run for more than one game yeah you know that like i said they need consistency in that starting five you know and i hopefully you know coach pop will go ahead and, and do the right thing and just run with the starting five that he had yesterday yep. and, and make you know let's go ahead and have booty crumbs collins come off the bench dude he doesn't need to be in the starting lineup yeah no i mean the lineup we saw yesterday should be a starting lineup moving forward because you have to let them, you know, keep building that chemistry and getting their shit together. And uh, shit, man, I don't know, man. I, I'm not a basketball expert, you know, saying I'm just a fucking crazy-ass fan. I like talking shit about the team, you know, shitty lineups or whatever. But, and what we saw last night gives me hope. <laughs> to say the least, man. <laughs> Look, somebody, so John Williams is saying, Joe, do you think it's time for Pop to retire? Look, man, I love me some Coach Pop, man. I really do. You know, I think he's done a great thing for the city and for the organization as a whole, you know. But at some time, Coach Pop is going to wind up hanging it up. But the thing is, if Coach Pop does retire on his own terms, who's going to wind up taking the helm? You know, we, we don't know. There's a lot of question marks in that regards. I think the Spurs need to really start thinking about Who's going to go ahead and, and pick up that torch once Coach uh, Pop does decide to retire? Look, Coach Pop is trying to do the best he can with the talent what that he has, has you know, yeah. with, with what he has right now. And, you know, this is going to be mean, a process, man. Let's be honest. Right. Even to, even next season, it's still going to be more of the same. Three seasons from now, going to be more of the same. The only hope that I have here is Wemby in his fourth year. Now the Spurs might be doing something. You know, but it's going to take everybody on this squad to get that experience. Right now, they're just a young, inexperienced team. Coach Pop has right. said that numerous times this season. The team is frustrating to watch at times because they play great, you know, for two quarters, then they just shit the bed in the last two. They yeah. play great for three quarters, and they can't, you know, figure it they're out in the fourth. The board, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it, it's the nature of the beast when you have a young team like this, and Coach Pop knows that. It's just... Spurs fans, including myself, we're tired of the losing, dude. It's been, it's been five seasons yeah. already. Yeah, and, and see, that's the thing, man, is, is, you know, before the season started, everybody was saying trade, 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 everybody, right? Like, make these Trade moves. everyone. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was on, the, on the, the side of the fence that was kind of, hey, man, let's chill out and see what happens, right? Just to see what, what, what could happen. And then, you know, 15 games in, 20 games in, it's kind of like, man, all right, fuck all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this whole fucking back and forth of you know oh we gotta be man look man being patient is one thing you know what i'm saying but five five years of of losing being, of losing and but the thing the, the thing is this man it you know don't look at the previous uh four years before last right how the fuck did we get worse <laughs> it, it happens saying? on the defensive end and the reason that the team got worse is that they went ahead and got rid of a lot of their veteran players Look, right. you know, and that's what happens when you get rid of veteran players that have that experience and know how to play the game of basketball. And you have all these uh, these younger players, this younger core. Right. It, it shows it shows the inexperience shows a lot. They don't know. How, they don't know how to read the court the same way 
as somebody yeah. who's been in the league for you know ten years, and and that that's the you know I I always blame Brian right because to well, me it's yeah. his job yeah. right it's his job to bring in the pieces bring in the talent you know and then Coach Pop could do what he does best but if you're it's like me man if I bring a fucking daily labor to my job site for my brother and he doesn't know God doesn't know what what to do. I can't blame my brother for that guy sucking. Well, I'm the one that brought him in with no experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, you're going to be, on, you're going to bring a me. scrub to the game, you know, exactly. You're going to win. If you bring, <laughs> yeah. If you bring, if you bring poor talent, there's only so much a coach can teach. Yeah. Right. There's, there's a reason why a lot of people say certain players have that dog in them. Right. Yeah. Certain players have that already in them. They have that drive, man. You can coach a kid from five years old. You know what I'm saying? In any sport. And you can coach them every fucking day, every year, you know, season after season. That doesn't mean they're going to be great if, if they go to college and play college ball. That doesn't mean they're going to be they, they can make it to the NBA. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there's there's certain people that only have a certain amount of talent and it's they have to find it within themselves as well to get better. Man, Tavarius says, fire Brian Wright. That's what I'm saying, man. And people people say, oh, well, Coach Pop is president of operations. And I'm like, yes, I get that. But there's a fucking um, an order you have to follow. And if people above Pop are saying, we want Brian Wright to fucking bring the talent now and do what he does, and Coach Pop has to be like, all right, fuck it. You want him to do it? Cool. Go ahead and do it. Maybe that's why Coach Pop is here taking all the heat. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no fucking, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not, I'm not in the. Spurs front office, yeah. I have no idea, you know what I'm saying? But from what, what what a fan can see from their own perspective, and everybody has a different point of view, the way I see it, man, I blame everything on Brian Wright first. I start off with him for for doing shitty trades or not doing trades at all. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what's going on right now, if there are even talks of bringing in any sort of player. You know what I'm saying? People are saying, well, why do it now? Why not wait till, till the offseason? I'm like, to me, personally, I'm like, the sooner the better. Yeah, if, if we can bring them in now in the month of January, that gives them February, March, April. You know what I'm saying to 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 work together, start building some more chemistry, and then see what happens next season. But you could wait till the off season. But I mean, I'm just saying, if if nothing happens in the off season this year, at least bring in one veteran piece to to kind of help these young cats out. Man, you, you think you think Spurs fans are pissed right now? <laughs> Yeah, man. Gonna be, it's going to be crazy next season. Yeah, it's going to be more of the same next season. I don't foresee them making a lot of trades, especially yeah. at the trade deadline. They're going to roll with what they have, and it's what's going to anger Spurs fans even more is you have a, a veteran as and Devontae Graham who has seen little to no playing time. Yeah. There's not a lot of interest in him. Uh, what's going to wind up happening with Devontae Graham more than likely is that the Spurs are going to wind up waving him. So they're going to yeah. get absolutely nothing for him. You know? So that's the thing that angers Spurs fans, but it's the nature of the business. The Spurs, yeah, that's the, way it goes. the Spurs have acquired, you know, players through trade, you know, in the, in order to go ahead and get some picks, you know, to solidify right. what they want to do moving forward in the future. But with this plethora of picks, some of these picks are protected. So meaning yeah. that you have to rely on the other teams that you made the trades with to go ahead and have losing seasons. And I don't right. know if that's really going to happen. So now you're left in the situation where you can actually not have those picks moving forward. So, and then, and then what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you, then you know, what, you know, what's going to yeah, happen? 
some some fans are saying, "Well, man, we got you know three first rounders this year, and you know two, three the next year." And I'm like, "You're just getting younger. Yeah, That's all you're doing is you're, not, you're just getting younger. Yeah, you don't have that experience. You you want that in five years, maybe. Yeah, six years down the road when Wimby's entering his is is you know his prime, you want to bring in some younger cats to kind of grow with him. You know what I'm saying? But right now. If we if all we're doing is getting younger and younger and, and we're not getting any experience. And what are you gonna do with all these players? Send them off to the Austin Spurs? No. And then what? Then you're gonna wave them. And then you got all these first round picks and you drafted all these players just to wave them or get rid of them or trade them away to teams and you get little to nothing in return. You know what I'm saying? And then at that yeah. point, you know, five years on the road, we're looking back now and saying, Oh fuck, man, we should have we should have definitely made some trades. We should have, you know, yeah. try to get rid of some of these first rounders. And here's the there. thing, though, too, that Spurs fans are like, oh, the Spurs, they, they need to keep everyone they have. And they're the best at finding talent and developing talent. They might be, but they're also one of the worst teams in actually retaining that talent because that yeah. talent winds up going elsewhere. Even though the Spurs have invested all this time and all this effort and some of these younger players, they're no longer here. You yeah. know, and that's Ronnie, the thing. Ronnie Walker, Derek White, yeah. Dante Murray. You want to throw Kawhi in there? I mean, there's a lot of players that have come and gone now. They're not they're, here. They're thriving elsewhere. And what what, what are we just uh, the the fucking farm for the NBA? Yeah. You know, develop develop these players a little bit and then send them off to go play somewhere else, and then they just you know get even better. I mean, that to me sounds like a waste of picks too. But yeah, man, we're gonna have to see what they're gonna do. See, picks are attractive because the picks yeah. you can go ahead and combine those with maybe a player or two. And actually yeah. trade and get some more veteran players on this team or, you know, go ahead and trade and, and get, in other words, fill a position that's much right. needed. Right now, one of the, the positions that needs to be filled in a bad way is having a, a legitimate player who can go out there and guard the wing. A lot of these other teams have figured out that the Spurs just don't have a very good wing defender. So what happens is that the teams will go ahead and just drop threes on the San Antonio Spurs like nobody's business. You know, and unfortunately for the Spurs, they're not a very good three-point shooting team, you know? So, I mean, it's it's the nature of things. Is, and it shows you where the actual team is at currently. Yes, right. there's some things that they got to work on. There's some positions that could be filled. But you have to go ahead and look outside and see who's available. Who are you actually going to go after? Who wants to play with this team? You can go after yeah. anybody. You can make a trade with another team who says, oh, yeah, we'll go ahead and do this trade. But does that player want to want to play for the San Antonio Spurs? Because then it creates an issue. You go ahead right. and trade for a player. Yes, they're supposed to be professional, but do they really want to be here and play for for a rebuilding team? Probably not. Yeah, you know exactly, man. I mean, people people are gonna go go where they feel comfortable, and if they don't like it, they're gonna find a way out. And that's in, that's in anything. That's in anything in life. You know what I'm saying? You're at a job yeah. and you don't fucking like it. Guess what? You dumb fuck out. Go somewhere else. Jesse yeah. Alvarado says, Primo set us back even more. But hey, man, who's the one hey. that handpicked that boy? Brian Wright. Yeah. And, and see, you you would think with, with the amount of money these teams have to, I guess, fully do, I wouldn't say like background checks, but you know what I'm saying? Check the history of a, of a person. See, you know, where they come from, how they've grown up, and yeah. if there's anything there. You would think the Spurs would would have spent some more money or, you know, done some more research on these on, on, on Primo, but it is what it is, man. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I mean who would have thought hey, that man. he would have been going on his way? Say anyway? what you want to about Primo, man, but he just went ahead and got uh, engaged. I saw that on Instagram. 
So that girl that he's been with, man, that's his ride or die. She's stuck with him through everything, bro. I mean, you never know what's going on in somebody's house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it sucked. What happened? It is what it is. Fucking, let's try to do better next time, I guess, is, you know, really all we can yeah. do right now. But how many times but, has that been already? Let's do better next yeah. time. Oh, we let this guy <laughs> slip through our fingers. Maybe we'll do better next time. You yeah. know what's going to happen, man? You're going to go ahead and get into this, you know, situation here where the Spurs could be looking at a higher draft pick. You know, I'm not saying that they're going to get number one or one through five. They're probably going to wind up getting at least up in the top 10, top eight. Yeah, you know, for sure. No, Somewhere around there. For sure. Yeah. I, you think, know? I think this coming up draft, I mean, everybody keeps saying there's not a whole lot of talent in, in the draft. But I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm not I'm not one to sit there and and watch, you know, a hundred different players from, you know, all these teams or across seas and whatnot. So I, I, I'll, I'll start watching them towards the end of the season, you know, cause it's getting closer to that draft time. I'll see what they, you know, they were about the whole season. Um, Who's that guy that everybody's talking about? Nikola Topic. He, yeah. he just busted up his knee or something. Um, just this week, I think he had, he had moved to a different league and, and uh, he hurt his knee. So he might be out for a few weeks and that's about, you know, all I know of what's coming up in the draft, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, no, I, have, I have some guys that, that are really in tune yeah. with what's going on within, within the, the draft. And one of those guys is a good friend of mine named Benjamin Bornstein, who, who works for project Spurs. And I'm going to have him on and we're going to talk about, you know, what's going to happen as far as draft picks that San Antonio Spurs yeah. fans should keep, you know, keep their eyes on, yeah. especially, you know, that we, as the, the season weighs on and weighs on, you know, but hey, talk right now that I heard is that, I saw something on Bleacher Report and it was saying top 20 or top 22 players under 22 or something like that. And I, I saw that they had Victor Wembeyama listed at number one. So that's something there. And then there's talk, there's chatter that Victor Wembeyama is still in the running, still in the hunt there, even though he's not in the very top, you know, top five, for example. He's still He could still possibly make the all-star team. Of course, he's going to be in there, you know, as far as rookies and whatnot. Right. But but for the actual all-star game. Yeah. Oh, like Matt Lerman says, top 20 under 22. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, that's something. Spurs fans, you, you want Wemby to go ahead and, and get into the all-star game. You got to vote, man. You got to yeah, vote man. more than once a day, twice a day, as many times as you can. Let's Great get our boy in there. Everything, all that shit. Get him, get him in there, man. I mean, I, it's crazy, man, cause, you know. Uh, yesterday when the uh, rookies of the month came out, yeah, I'm like, oh, really, really, Chet? Like, what, what is he doing that Wimby isn't doing, and then some? This you is what, what I tried telling the Spurs fans, but they got pissed at me. You know, they wanted to go ahead and rake, rake me over coals and whatnot. And I said, look, man, it's not that I'm hating on Wimby. The media narrative right now is that they're pushing Chet Holmgren, and they got mad at me. I'm like, I'm not. I'm just the messenger, man. Look at what's going on out there right in front of you guys. Feed every time you're looking at right. social media, every time you turn on the NBA on TNT, you're looking at ESPN. What are they talking about? Chet Holmgren, Chet, Chet Holmgren. Yeah. Wemby has better stats. Wemby is playing at a high level. The only thing is, is that Chet is with OKC, who has a better record. The focus is on Chet right now as, as far as leading the rookie of the year. What? But how can you how can you have how can you have him you know if you I, I mean to me rookie of the year is an individual award, award right? yeah like it's 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 depending on on one on one person 
It relies okay, on the Chet votes. Chet, Chet Holgram has 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 uh, reliable teammates and he has SGA who some people have in the running for fucking MVP of the year. Exactly. So dude. how how can you how can you say that he's better than when I mean fuck? Could you imagine? I mean, in the hypothetical world, in, in universe fucking 728, that the Spurs started Trey Jones from the fucking get. You know what I'm saying? And how how different would the team have been? You know, with, with Ben, people be happy and be like, oh, okay, fucking windy, windy, windy. Like, the, like you said, the media, because it's the yeah. media that drives a lot of this shit, too. Because people, you know, fans of the league and fans of, you know, the Spurs or, you know, just fans in general are saying, hey, well, Wendy's putting up better numbers. He's yeah. played less games. He has more, you know, blocks. He has more this. He has more that. They're but even pushing the kid from Miami, dude. Oh, Jaime. Yeah. Yaquez. Yeah. They're always talking about him, you know? Yeah. I, and I mean, okay, that's the Eastern Conference. I'm not, you, you know, I mean, I can't be pissed that Wimby didn't win Eastern Conference Rookie of the Year. But in the West, I mean, I just don't see how you pick anybody over Wimby with everything he's doing. You know, with less, but, you know, he's doing yeah, more with, with less. less. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah Wemby. The, the record, the record reflects on on a little bit, you know, as well. But at the same time, man, it's like I said, man. I posted that tweet a while back. How many, how many number one draft picks didn't have shitty fucking records at the end of the year? You know what I'm saying? They all had losing. A lot of them had losing records. Some, of course, worse than others. And at the pace we're going, you know, I saw a tweet earlier that said, you know, Wemby might be the number one draft pick with the worst overall uh rookie record yeah but i'm like well it doesn't all fall on him you know what i'm saying this this is not this is not fucking golf this isn't you know tennis where it's just one one player only this is a fucking team sport yeah you know you can't just put it all on him but look at what tavarius says man he goes the media are using efficiency as the big difference between chet and wemby first time i've ever heard people mention this when it comes to the award exactly it's an individual award it should be based on the actual production of said player not on right. efficiency. When you're looking at the stats across the board, that should speak for itself as far as who is deserving of getting the the rookie of the year. And right now, Wemby is is beating Chet. You know, although yep. it's by a small margin, it's not like, hey, there's he's beating him by like, you know, five points as far as the differential goes as points per game and whatnot. Right. They're both putting up similar numbers. At the end of the day, Wemby is outperforming Chet. The only right. difference is, as uh, Tavares had said as well, Chet is on a team that has a winning record, and the media is enamored right now with OKC. That's all yeah. it boils down to, you know? No, for sure, man. I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, at the end of the day, he doesn't win Rookie of the Year. Who knows, man? At the, at the end of, of, of Chet and Wimby's career, we're all going to probably look back and, and Okay, well, who had more championships? Who had more MVPs? Who had more this? Who had more that? Yes, it's an accolade we all want to see when we get, you know, as first fans because we want him to be rookie of the year. And trust me, I'm going to be just as pissed as anybody else if he doesn't fucking win it. But at the end of the day, man, hopefully in, in, in a couple more seasons, we, we see this team, you know, take the next step and, and get better to where we're competing, you know, for the playoffs and we're competing in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. until then, man. Until then, I mean, it is what it fucking is. I mean, I'm just gonna keep enjoying when I'm when I'm watching, man. Seeing Wimby do a an alley oop to himself off the backboard, blocking Giannis, blocking John Moran, blocking everybody that comes into the lane. You know, watching him do what he does, all these behind the back, you know, moves and shit. I'm just gonna keep enjoying it, man, because it's 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 fucking great to see this dude do what he does, man. He's a uh, one of a kind. So yeah, man. I'm just enjoy it. We're going to be able to enjoy what the Spurs put on yesterday. They did 
put on a you know a great performance on in front oh, of yeah. a national audience you know and even tnt were you know the host like you know chuck Shaq, yeah kenny you know they were all giving the, the spurs props for for you know putting on a great performance yeah, I mean, they, they 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 played for they played a full 48 minutes the entire you know entire game was was competitive you know, it wasn't that usual third quarter where, you know, everything falls apart, where they bend and they break. You know, they, they were bending a bit, but they didn't break. They stayed, they stayed, you know, ahead of it, and they kept, you know, fighting. They kept it close, took the lead. You know, at the end of the day, they lost, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It is Man, what it is. Daniel Castro has me freaking laughing here, dude. Fire carnitas, not pop. <laughs> dude, Mike makes hey, shit so hey, fucking hey. weird, bro. Hey man, they wanna. They uh, he keeps talking about age and shit. You know what? Fuck that. Fire Mike. Bring me in, man. I'm younger than him anyway, so fuck it. I'm, <laughs> oh I might do God. a better job than his his old ass. Inche carnitas porquito. <laughs> yeah, damn, dude. I mean, when he when they gave him that nickname carnitas and he's saying he's effing delicious, I'm like, bro, bro, no, bro, that, man, that man no, shit, bro. That, no, dude, no. But people, have, people. Video, People don't understand that that's just Mike, bro. Like he's just that's like weird, that. bro. He's just he, he weird, bro. He just that, says that, some that. shit, you know. Like, damn. <laughs> and, and when he did lows with with Hefe, there's there's a still image of him biting his lip. Why is a grown oh, man, man biting his lip while he's on camera with with another man? Like, oh come on, Jimenez, what are you doing? What are you thinking about, bro? God damn. Jimenez <laughs> is gonna Jimenez, dude. That's what makes that dude. That's right, dude. <laughs> that boy that's is right. funny, dude. But th that's a, you know, thing is, is that we can go ahead and roast Jimenez and we could talk shit about him. But if somebody else came in here and be like, hey, hey, what the hell y'all doing? You know? Nah, man. Nah, man. I'm, I'm trying to recruit new, 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 uh, new, new, talent? new cookers, new roasters, new talent. Yeah. To roast his motherfucking ass. Oh, he looked good. Hey, look, man, Daniel well, Castro. Gonna, He's calling Happy Delicious. Bro. All right, bro. Uh, I got to get back to it, man. Got to make sure I get this job done for, for on Monday. Maybe, right, maybe Monday I'll, I'll race him in this then. Oh, I got a port in the morning. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. All well, right. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, man. For sure. You got it, bro. Talk to you later. All right. Later. All right. So that was Chris Leha. He has to go ahead and leave us. He has to go ahead and get back to work. He's at the job site right now in his truck, taking time to go ahead and come out here and, and do, you know, the Alamo City Sports Cast with us. Really appreciate Chris and, you know, him jumping on last minute. Hopefully Mike went ahead and found his dogs. You know, we do have some other sporting news that's going to be coming out here uh, within the, the next, I guess, weekend or the upcoming weekend. We have a lot of things happening as far as NFL goes. You know, a lot of games that actually mean something. Cowboys got to win to go ahead and control their own fate, you know, and you have a lot of other games that are going to be coming out. So that's going to be a, a good weekend for sports fans here. I'm going to be working on Sunday, so I'm going to try to keep up with all these games. You know, unfortunately, I got a new schedule now where I'm off Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. I'm trying to get a lot of things done here, man. I'm, it's a shame that Mike wasn't in the studio today because I actually was working on a lot of stuff last night as far as pushing out some new tech. So whatever Mike is seeing as far as anybody that we have, for that matter, that's at the podcast table, if they see a clip, if they see something they want to share with the audience now, if it's on social media, if it's on, you know, Twitter or whatever, they can actually bring that into the show now. So we're going to have a lot of things that we're going to do that's going to be different. One of the things that we're going to wind up doing this season that's going to be a little different is we've had a lot of feedback from the fans. And some of them are wanting to go ahead and chime back, chime in, clap back at Mike sometimes for some of his, his bad takes. And what I want to do is I want to go ahead and push the show 
to maybe a second hour. And what I'm going to do is go ahead and have the Alamo City Sportscast for one hour. And then immediately afterwards, we want to go ahead and join you guys on Twitter Spaces. So we're going to go ahead and have some discussions there, whether it be NFL talk, NBA talk, Spurs talk, whatever the hell we want to talk about. We're going to go ahead and have a Spaces for that. So look for that to be coming up probably within the next week or so. So immediately after the show's ended, if you want to go ahead and join us for a second hour, we'll probably go on for another half, another hour, maybe 45 minutes and do Twitter spaces. So that's going to be fun to be able to interact with you guys in a new way. And, you know, if you those who are camera shy, they don't got to worry, man. You just go ahead and it's just going to be your voice. So it's going to be fun to go ahead and interact with you guys doing something different. We look forward to also bringing our, our boy Brandon Medina into the into the mix as well. We are going to go ahead and start recording new episodes of the Two Shots podcast. We're going to have a plethora of guests come on, and you're going to see a healthy dose of myself, Mikey Menace, and also Brandon Medina. We're trying to get El Jefe himself, Jeff Garcia, to come out in the studio with us. I'm going to be reaching out to some old friends of mine as well, see if we can go ahead and maybe have a Spurs React reunion here with myself, Carolina Teague, Guylan Jackson, and the great Chris Duell. I want to go ahead and work on that and bring that together because I, I miss my boy Chris, man. Chris Duell. He's been a, a very instrumental part in what we've done here as far as me growing personally, as far as being able to talk with people and, and do podcasting and get some of that radio experience when we're doing the Spurs React over at WAI. So I miss doing that with Chris. I want to go ahead and have him on and get the Spurs React crew, the old crew back uh, running again here for, for at least one episode or two and kind of just talk about the the state of the San Antonio Spurs and see what Chris has to t tell us, you know. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And some other other guests that we're going to be working on. We want to bring in some other people uh, that you may have heard of, and we're going to keep that under wraps for now, but we'll bring some familiar faces and some new ones, so keep an eye on that. <laughs> and look at Tim Gonzalez, Rose Jimenez as well on Spaces. Hey, you'll be there for that too, man. We'll go ahead and go on Spaces. Y'all want to clap back at my boy? Do it, man. It's going to be fun. So that's about all the time we have for today. I do got to do some other things. It got sidetracked a little bit with Jimenez uh, looking for his dogs. Hopefully he's found them. I'm going to call him and, ch and check on him right after we're done here. But I appreciate everyone who's taking the time to interact with us. Big shout out again to the voice of the voices here, Chris Leha. Well, I appreciate you all support. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the Alamo City Sportscast on YouTube. So that's about all the time we have for today. I'll see you boys on Monday. We're out. Peace. Thank you.